What's so funny? I just don't. I don't really know what you want. Well, so <laughs> I know what we're doing here. Well, I wanted to talk about. It's John. It's John. Gluten is not your problem. Conversations with culinary chameleon, modern day Renaissance man, and my friend Walter Schmidt. Join us for insights, musings, and rants on food culture, life, the universe, and more. Please enjoy. John and friends. This one? Well, I had well, I had something in specific I wanted to talk to you about. Okay, and only that one thing, not the Coca Cola thing or the Lima thing. Or the we can talk about barriers, that too. Like all that. I mean, I mean, it was just yeah. such a good conversation. I was like, really, we're not even going to fucking record any of this. We're talking about food and how it culturally affects us in America and across the globe. So the uh, so the conversation was, why did I ask one Mexican dishwasher to teach me Spanish mm-hmm. to go get? some limes and he comes back with a lemon and I'm like and he comes back with a lemon so I'm like no 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 the verde and he comes back and he's with a lime and I'm like so sorry como se dice espanol this one he's like verde lemon I'm like okay so just green lemon that's fucked like how does the country that invented the fucking margarita not have a word for the word lime right and then I work somewhere else and they're like limas and limons like so they do have so not everyone in you know in the Spanish speaking countries are in agreement of what to call certain things like the chingadera the yellow chingadera is the fucking ice thing right whereas like was it spoon scuchera scuchera so like the yellow scuchera mm-hmm. the grande yellow scuchera don't ask i think that there just depends on which part of california and or arizona and or texas that you know and you people... start talking about coca-cola well that's the other thing is similar to can i have a coke i'll just bring him a coke well, nobody down there would. They would say, what kind of Coke? And he'd be like, I want a Sprite. Because all soda is just called Cokes. Well, then why can't they be specific with the answer? Say, can I get you something to drink? Say, yeah, I'll have a Coke. It's like, certainly, sir, and you? They say, I'll have an iced tea. And the next person says, I'll have a sweet tea. And you're like, cool. So one iced tea, one sweet tea, and one Coke. And then you bring them back a Coke. and say, I didn't want a Coke. I want a Dr. Pepper. I'm like, well, why the fuck didn't you order a Dr. Pepper then? Why would you say well, the word Coke? because if somebody said Coke, they'd say, what kind of Coke do you want? And then you would Why say Coke. Why do you Coke? have to have an extra fucking set of conversation? It's like... That's what they like, do. Well, if you ask somebody for a drink and they say soda, it's like, cool, you just want soda. Sure. So you bring them a soda water. And if you bring them a soda water, they're not going to be like, oh, I thought you were going to ask me what kind of soda. Like, I wanted, a, I wanted a Sprite. It's like, well, you didn't say Sprite. You said fucking soda. So that's on fucking you for being a fucking idiot. Order what you want. Stop language. saying vague fucking bullshit. None of this vagary. I'm done. Language with it. is a is a beautiful. Yeah, they got a word thing. for everything, so fucking use it. I'm just telling you how they use it. Every country has a word for everything. It's one of the oldest jokes. Whenever you're like learning a new language, mm-hmm. and somebody teaches you like a German word, and you're like, oh, they got a word for everything. Waka waka. <laughs> everybody has a word for everything. Well. But so, this is not what you wanted to talk about. You had some no, 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 specific no. I, in mind. I, 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 no. Well, I was thinking about this, and I had a lot of um, fond memories of this place. And I know that you probably have some even further back. Hmm. And we have never talked about the Brailles coffee shop. Oh, no? We haven't? We haven't talked about Brailles. Ever? I don't think so. I mean, we may have. I mean, all right. In passing. Yeah, but yeah, you I just there. know that in 1996 I got a job washing dishes there. Wow! And Braille's is a coffee shop in Eugene, Oregon. Mm-hmm. At the time, it was owned by Kwong and Songhee Park, 
this Korean couple. You've done your homework. But so. I was worked for them. I, well, I, Kwong and I hung out quite a bit. Oh, yeah? We built some shelves in the back office. But it's funny because you started there in 96, and that's mm-hmm. the year I graduated from high school. So all of my stories are from before that. So I want to... Well, I also, I also had to deal with a lot of high school kids that oh, yeah. would come in, no get doubt. bowls of rice, smoke cigarettes, bowls of rice, and coffee. That's all we did. Yes. Because <laughs> it was like a so, dollar or two for a bowl of rice, and it was like mm-hmm. a buck for a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. And so when you're broke, you're a broke-ass high school kid, you get your... You get a pack of Dave's for like two fifty. You get a pack of cigarettes for two bucks. If you had two dollars, you could round up the change for the rest of the pack of cigarettes, right? Mm-hmm. So you go down to Circle K, you get some cigarettes, meet up with your buddies, go over to Braille's. Yeah, and we didn't know shit about tipping, so yeah, we just throw some dimes on the fucking table and get the fuck out of there. We like just put our cigarette butts out because you could smoke inside. Yes, you could smoke inside. Smoking section. <clears throat> This is how long ago this was, kids. <laughs> if you're listening, like, we are old fuckers. It was the first time I had ever walked... Now, I, I grew up in Las Vegas, and there was smoking everywhere. But it was the first time I was ever cognizant of watching a man smoke while he ate. Oh, yeah? And he was this big man, and I remember yellow shirt, and it was probably breakfast, because that's what they were known for for the most part. Chewing and smoking. So he'd smoke. Yeah, that's weird. He would inhale, and he would eat, and then he would exhale. I don't feel like I've ever seen that. And I thought it was really disgusting. Yeah. Not enough to make me stop smoking, but right. it was really disgusting. Who um, would do that? That's such a bizarre... I know. It's, it's, they seem like two conflicting things. Yeah, I mean, like, I'll do it... I, and I never did it with um, regular cigarettes until I did it with cigars. But, like, when you're... You go to, like, a nice cigar bar where you mm-hmm. went back when you could, and you get a really good cognac or brandy or scotch, and then you... I would actually... I wrote the tasting menu for Teeny Biggs. Like I went through and I tried a couple of the cigars. I'm like, okay, I only I didn't try all of them, but I was like medium, mild, and then the big one. And so I can kind of, you know, and I did some research on them. I'm like, okay, so the milder ones would go better with this sort of, you know, scotch or, or whiskey, you know. But like sitting there, like you just inhale the smoke and then you hold it in and take a sip of the whiskey and then like exhale through it. And it's like, it was just like, it was like wine and food. Like it was like a new culinary experience. Right. I understood. And then I was like, okay, that's something. And after that, then I would start smoking while I drank my whiskey. Mm-hmm. But I just like take a drag of the cigarette and a sip. God, it's making me want to fucking smoke right now. <laughs> but I like to take a drag of the cigarette and then a slug of some, you know, decent whiskey and then exhale the tobacco, you know, back over your palate. And it's like, it's a really delicious. Right. So, the, but that's different from a pack of Marlboros with your bacon with and With your eggs, eggs and yes. ketchup. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's so it was just, and I was like see, really yeah. kind of like taken aback. Um, but, you know, also all the little old ladies that waited tables there had the long skinny capris mm-hmm. and I worked with all of them. Yellow fingers. But you would go in, you remember this as a high school thing. Mm-hmm. So tell me like what was the, what was the, um, what was the ritual as far as so rails? Because you went to high school like right... It was like two blocks from there. Yeah. Three blocks from yeah. there. Yeah. South was like two or three blocks from from, from rails. So yeah, we'd go in. I was almost never first. It was like a rotating thing. It was weird because we'd get our... It was always separate checks, but there was always somebody at the corner table. When you you know when you first walk in, you walk past the, the counter, service mm-hmm. counter, and then up two or three stairs, and there's like the little room right yes, there. Yes, I remember and the room. right there on the left is like the big table there's like I a think big it was booth to the right. table was it the left you're right maybe you're correct you're correct What's this one? that's the left yes it was right okay. there on the left it was right in the corner right there mm-hmm. and so as soon as you see him as soon as you walk in i'll be like i see my cousin like my friends i'm like megan layton her mom owned the coffee shop that mm-hmm. you guys worked at all yes too. yeah 
So, like, she'd just be sitting up there with uh, Arya and Raven, like, all the goth girls, you know? Mm-hmm. Ryan Martin. I don't know if you ever met him. Aza no. would be there sometimes. You met Aza, no? Maybe at maybe Casey's McMahon. house. I don't know. Ryan but... McMahon was Aza's brother. No? Casey's friend? Well, he was all our, all our friend. He died a couple years ago. But anyway, um, yeah, so we I would see them and just go up and join, you know, be like, and then the waiter come by and be like, what'll it be? I'm like, I'll have the bowl of rice and a cup of coffee. He's like, cream and sugar? I'm like, yep. And I'm like, I see like the sugar thing and be like half full. I'm like, we're going to need another sugar thing, you know? Because <laughs> like, we're going to use all of it. Yeah, we're going to use all that sugar and all mm-hmm. that creamer. And we sit there and like dunk all the creams and you just fill up. Yeah, it was like, you sh- your coffee tastes like candy and you just sit there and pour some soy sauce over your bowl of rice and right you sit there and eat that and then light up cigarettes and just talk about how much we hated you know mrs stalberg or you know whichever teacher was on our shit list that day mm-hmm. you know and so i remember because i'd have to clean up after these people right these children who would come in i was a child myself i was only 18 but everybody there was like 15 16 whatever yeah and um it was always too young a, to be smoking Far too young to be smoking cigarettes, but nobody was stopping anyone. Nobody was carting anyone. Nobody no, cared. No. Um, and I just remember it like, who are all these these kids? And they're fucking smoking. And it always felt really demoralizing, even at that age, to be like knowing that I was cleaning up after children. Right? <laughs> yeah. I was a kid myself, but I was like, fuck these people, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, like, totally. <laughs> ash everywhere. Yeah, and they deserved every bit of your wrath. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I didn't have much. They, were, they never saw it. I just did my job or whatever. Yeah. But, um, but no, you put your cigarette about out in the rice, you know, mm-hmm. when you're done. It's like, yeah. you're not thinking about like, oh, like you have to spray that out into a separate, like you have to, the rice goes down one place and the cigarette butts have to go somewhere else. Right. People don't consider that garbage and food waste have to be yeah. separated. So you're, you're creating a fucking mess for somebody. Yeah. It's, it's awful. So I worked there for like. That's amazing. Like a year. Didn't uh, Ian too? Ian was a waiter there for a very long time. Yeah, he was like he was like an institution there. Like he was the dude at Braille's. So that was after um, um, Songhee's sister bought the place, and I can't remember her name at this juncture. Songhee's sister is fine. I think. Okay, <laughs> I think people are gonna get an idea. When you kind of know who you're talking about, right? Okay, so. So I got the job there, and I this was when Meredith. I... Meredith. Yes. No, I don't think it was <laughs> no. Meredith, and it might come to me as we're talking about it, but um, I this is where you would just walk into a place that said Help Wanted, mm-hmm. and you would fill out an application. There was no LinkedIn. There was no, um, what's the other one, Indeed, or Craigslist, or any of this shit. Monster. So I would just... Headhunter.com. And they were like, yep, when can you start? All right, this is how much it is. I think it was literally like four twenty-five an hour. Maybe yeah. less. Could it have been less? No. Jesus. Was, minimum wage was like six, I think. I don't I don't I don't think so. That sounds really? generous because the year before that oh it was the year so I was nineteen. The year before that in California, I was only making four twenty five an hour blockbuster sure. video. But in Oregon, I feel like well maybe I was just being paid really well, but my yeah. my first real, real job at the old folks' home was like six bucks an hour. But I was mm. a dietitian. Right. I was explaining right. this to like I was out. Uh, with this girl the other night and meeting one of her friends and we sit down and I was like she's like they're like talking about oh what do you do and where do you work and all this stuff and we talked about that for a minute and I was like so who are you and what do you do and she's like oh I'm a dietitian and I was like oh I have a really insulting story to tell you she's like what I'm like well when I was my first job as a 16 year old kid like legally able to work 
I got hired as a dishwasher and like summarily that day promoted to dietitian. And she's like, what is what? I'm like, yeah, they would give me a list of like old people that lived in this old folks home and like Agnes can't have orange juice. So I put apple juice on her cart and like so-and-so can't have this. So I put, or so-and-so needs fiber. So I put, you know, the oatmeal on their cart. Mm-hmm. And that was their idea of me being a dietitian. Like that's what it said on my paycheck. Like dietitian. Yeah, six dollars an hour. Nice. I'm like, is that? That's not even close to what a dietitian does. But hmm. you know, back in what was that eighty nine, ninety three? Probably eighty nine, ninety three. So like Braille's mm-hmm. was run by a, like I said, a Did Korean I couple. Digress again. I'm sorry. Buddy. That's okay. That's what you do. Um. So you had your traditional diner fare. You could get a, you know, roast beef sandwich. You could get the patty melt. You could get bacon and eggs. You could get pancakes. And then you could even get, you know, rice bowls. You could get the, like, teriyaki noodle bowls. But they even did bibimbap, which is the big bowl of veggies and meat with the fried egg on top. Mm. And they did the, uh, um, I want to I'm saying, I'm thinking Colby, but it's like, um, it's the spare ribs. It's the Korean spare ribs where they give you scissors Mm. and chopsticks. So you pick them up and you, you cut them. So there was, it was this weird I can tell you with a hundred percent certainty, I've never eaten anything from that restaurant except for rice with soy sauce on it. (laughs) Well, I believe you. I mean, we used to go, you've never been in there with me. I used to go in there with Steve every once in a while and we get stuff, sandwiches or whatever. But so they would make all of this, they would marinate the meat for um for the korean dishes you're about to upset a whole lot of people no i don't think so um (laughs) okay and they would use coca-cola and sprite Hmm. and this is what they marinated it in now they would do a lot because they not only did for they were very popular with their korean dishes so people would come in there for korean food and so they had to do a lot so they had a kiddie pool in the back kitchen and wow, so it was. Okay. It wasn't obviously. It wasn't. They didn't pull it out of somebody's yard or anything like that. No, it was no, clean. They, yeah, they bought it for this purpose. They put all the meat, all the onions, all the vegetables, and then dumped all the spices and all the coke and sprite, and they would marinate that much. Vat. Yes, wow. it was a blue like had the little prints on it. If you imagine a kiddie pool, mm-hmm. it was in the back kitchen on the prep I table. I got a question for you. Why does why was it called Brails? I don't know. I think it was whoever owned it before. Growing up in that town. Because it was a tall, it was like a part of the building that wasn't used. Mm-hmm. It just had this like tower, right? It just had this mm-hmm. really tall part of the building, and in red letters it Brails yeah. on it. And it was right there on Willamette, the main drag of the town, divides the town by west and east. And you can't drive through Eugene without driving past Brails. Like you're going to mm-hmm. see it. And so even before I ever went there, like my family never went there. It was, you know, like you said, it's like a divey little cafe place. Like my dad's mm-hmm. not bringing his family in there. And we only went there as high school kids. It was like, oh, Braille's. Like, I've always seen that place. What is it? Sure, I'll meet you there. Coffee and fucking cigarettes. Like, that's what's happening right. in there. But what? why the fuck is it called Braille's? Like, I was always like, is it owned by a blind person? No. Like, was it? Was there some association with... I don't remember. This is 25 years ago. But... Um, does Ian know? He probably does. Does he listen to this thing? <laughs> well, I'll send this to him. Send this to him. <laughs> ask him. Um, so... They would do the marinating back there, and then they would do, and it was like, it was awesome. Like, that was one of the first times I had ever really had anything outside of just generic Chinese food. Mm. And I was like, oh, wow, this is really awesome. Like, you're eating spare ribs with scissors? Like, it was fucking bizarre to me. You know, I'm only 19 or whatever. And um, the first time they, like, the, the 
the waitresses called in sick, or like both of them. And they were like, John, you're going to wait tables. You're in. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck. I can't carry anything. I don't know what to do. And it was busy. And they have three rooms. And you learned how rooms. easy it was and you learned how much money they made. Well, it was not easy for me that first day. No. I was terrified. I was just, I kept, I, all I remember is forgetting somebody's root beer. Like that. And just, it was a whirlwind. And but 30 years later, you're still thinking about that fucking root beer. Yeah, exactly. How, how right? PTSD is that? Uh, it really is. It really, Jesus really Christ, is. how they get in your head. I know. So. It's so important. I made $50 in tips that night. And you're like, what? Yeah. Yeah. And um, and it was like I can't believe it. But that was like it was fucking slammed. Like I, every, nobody got good service that day. No, not but one it was person. Brails. I don't think anybody ever received right. good service there. <laughs> they probably it was the same. Um, ever, they're just like, oh yeah, so it's a new guy. It's great. But the guy that I worked with, he worked on. He was the cook, and his name was Garrett. And I wish I could remember his last name. Um, right, so he could sue you or come after you? <laughs> no. Let's just Garrett, leave it alone. Garrett, Garrett was be. very integral in a lot of what happened to me. After that job. Oh. Garrett was the cook. I was the dishwasher. We kind of worked in the same. Then I helped him out, whatever. And he would cook food for me and, you know, whatnot. So, um, but he also had a radio show at the local high school station. Oh, uh, okay. So he was the one Wait, who said. which radio? Which? KRVM. I don't oh, know okay. where it was at. It was Wait, out. KRVM. Wait. Oh, that was the one that was at the high school. Yeah. What was the one at the college? KWVA. Oh, okay. So KRVM. Oh, all right. I don't know where it was. It was out old something road. Old, yeah, it was at uh, it was at uh, old it was the Green Road. road. Is... Old River Road. It's out on River yeah, Road. Yeah, River Road. Hang on. It's the rival high. School. It was like my main rival high school. Like it was. Uh, it was south against. Fuck, really? You think these things are so important for so goddamn long? <laughs> I never even went to sporting events, but Churchill. No, it could have been. Yeah, I think Churchill sounds Churchill? right. It, that it had, sounds like, right. Stripes. I don't know. I was always there at two o'clock no, in the morning. Churchill. It was. It's not Churchill, it's the other one. Fucking Nolan went there. I don't know. God damn it. But I remember... It's not Churchill, it's the other Getting one. in there, him helping me get a spot to DJ. Nice. And yeah. I was like, this is what I want to do. Yeah, it was 2 to 5.30 in the morning. Yeah. But I remember being... I would go and you know hang out with him while he was doing his stuff to kind of check it out. And, what, time, you know, what was his time slot? I don't know, like 12 to 2. Like mm. he had the slot before me. That um, was Garrett. Wait, was he the he would play the jazz and stuff? No, whatever? there was Tony, who was the old guy who would come in at five thirty in the morning. Okay, and I don't know what Tony did, but he had a pickup truck, and his hands were always dirty. Like he worked with something like construction welders or gardening or, or welders or something. Yeah. But no, he played all the blues and jazz in the right, morning. Right, right, right. So, it was so before that, before okay. me, and he was he was kind of like a goofy but gothy kind of guy, and he played a lot of like weird gothic music and industrial music. The picture that I have of us. In the DJ booth, uh-huh. it's at KWVA, I think. Yeah, that was the college, right? right so, plastic spoon. Oh no, that was K. That was KRVM. You have a picture of us? Yeah. All right, you have to dig that up. Yeah, no, it's in my picture box. Yeah. Okay, I'll bring um, it in for you. But that was a really big deal for me. Mm-hmm. You know, like I worked yeah. at Brails with this guy, and he got me a job DJing. And I, I remember too one time we were smoking cigarettes outside on a break, right? The music was playing or whatever. And you doesn't you can't just like click a button. You'd have to go in there and change the CD, mm-hmm. change the record. Yeah. Laptops a, weren't a thing yet. They had a tape deck, um, and we're smoking our cigarettes. And he flicks it out, and it's not even half done. He's like, and I'm like, but I'm not done yet. He's like, come on, you're in radio. You don't need to smoke the whole thing. <laughs> and it just made, and I was like, yeah, like I yeah. made it. Yeah, right? you made it. 
You made it, baby. And he was just, and he had, so he had <laughs> he two big it. hoop earrings, and he had this like tight haircut, but it was kind of curly on top. I and it was that. just, yeah, I know. It was like this You're weird. You're in radio now, baby. <laughs> and that stuck with me. I was like, I'm in radio now. I don't need to finish my, because I was broke. Yeah. A cigarette was a lot of. And you weren't being paid. No. Exactly. <laughs> it was, exactly. It was, it was all volunteer. It was a free radio show. It was, it was a free radio show. And, um, yeah. So You're in radio now, baby. So exactly, and so Garrett was That's Garrett amazing. was really instrumental story. in um in 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 <laughs> what I would continue. And now we're sitting here in front of a microphone, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, another story about Brails was so I would work with Kwong a lot and Kwong Park, and we had to build shelves in the back office. So if you've ever been to Brails and you've been to the back office. I built those shelves. Okay. But we would drink bowl ice. Do you know what bowl ice is? Yes. So it's a large... Um, oh, wait, no, I'm thinking of Schlitz. Because Schlitz has a bowl on it. It's big, but it's bowl. It's a blue bowl. It's about the size of that can, wait, maybe bigger. Wait, wait, It's a blue... It's a malt liquor. Wait, it's a blue bowl? Mm-hmm. Well, that's Schlitz. Schlitz, Schlitz is like is... a big silver can with a blue bowl coming off of it. No, this was bowl ice. Are this the same was... Thing? Now I'm confused. This was this. That's what Kwong. Can you turn that thing a little bit? Can you? Can you? Just turn. Yeah. Hang on. I can't see that. That's what we would drink. Okay. Well, now look up Schlitz. All right. Cause yeah, Schlitz right there. Yeah. So oh, maybe, Schlitz okay. Bull Ice. It's so I was same, drinking okay. Schlitz Bull Ice. We just called it Bull thing. Ice. Okay. That's what he called it. Well, so Schlitz is what my Schlitz dad Bull would drink. Ice. So we would drink Schlitz Bowl Ice in the office, and I helped him build this thing. I wasn't 21. Um, I mean, there couldn't be two beers with, like, the same fucking big blue bowl. You, I was, yeah. Well, there you Why go. Why did they call it Babe? It's not, not a bad bad thing. Go so, on. Sorry. So anyhow, so, yes. so, so there yes. was these weird things where I'm hanging out with this grown man, um, and, like, this grown man, this grown Korean man and I are building these shelves, and his English was, was far better than my Korean but there was still, you know, there's always like a little bit of a language barrier, right? And um, it was, it was Yang-san? just Johnson? no, he didn't, he was never like that. But he was always well, because he's not. He he was he was just very serious, Japanese, and he would be very kind of like. But he was cool with me, like he liked me, right? So one morning I was supposed to be there for work, and we were drinking, partying, who knows what. Mm-hmm. And um, I wasn't really that responsible at 19. I mean, no who shit. was? <laughs> and I don't remember, like, I just remember waking up, like, being being awoken by a knock on my door in the morning. And it was Kwong at terror. my front door. And the terror. I was like, oh, God. And I'm, like, 19. I'm supposed to be washing dishes mm-hmm. and, like, doing all whatever prep stuff. So you were late? I just never woke up and got to work. Yeah. I was still sleeping. So he came to your house. He came to, to my get house. You. Yes. Because that's what they do in Korea. Yes. Apparently, that's <laughs> what they did in Eugene. So <laughs> they he come went to your got house, me. They bring you to work. Yeah, because I would walk to work. I would. I have to imagine it was because mm-hmm. I lived on Oak, like twenty eighth and Oak, and I would walk up to third like Pat- to eighteenth. Like Patterson. Yeah, it was like eighteenth in Oak or eighteenth. It was on eighteenth. I know that much. Mm-hmm. Brails was. So, Brails was yes, but no, your apartment. Where was your apartment? Like twenty seventh and Oak. So I'm pretty sure I walked to work. I didn't have a bike. Um, but we got in the truck and I was very ashamed. And he was very upset. 
And we got to work and I did my job and I worked my shift and went home. Because usually and they just call you and say, you're fired. Yes. <laughs> like, that's the extent of it. Like that's You were not getting out of this. Yeah, and no, not in his world. He's I'm like, pretty certain that happened enough times that, yes, he eventually fired me. I don't remember exactly how I left Braille's and what I moved on to. But I'm, He came to your house multiple times to drag you to work? Well, I, I think so I called bizarre. in multiple times. But, yes, I think that it might not have been the, the – I think he may have gotten fed up with me eventually. Well, I mean, eventually, yeah. Yes. We all get fed but, up with um, each other. But Braille's was always some place that was really important to me. Mm-hmm. Like I won't say that I loved it because it was just dishwashing. But it made but you who it, you like, are. But it made me who I was, and I know that you, as a high school student, that was like a part of. I mean, we history. went there a lot. It was that and Starbucks. Like, just, mm-hmm. if we didn't go to Braille's, like I'd go to that Starbucks when they opened that, and I'd sit out there and do the other girls' math homework. <laughs> You're good at math? No, it was like they were a grade below me or whatever. So it was uh. like these girls, they were all these pretty girls. They were like sophomores. I was a junior. And like, how do we do this? And it was like, it's like, you know, if you're dealing with algebra that's a year behind you. Right. You know what you're it's doing. It's like an easy crossword puzzle. You're just like, right. You just do this. Like, look, it's like two times three. You know what that is, right? Okay, now you take that number and multiply it or divide it by, you know, the number on the other side of the thing. You just show them the... Mm-hmm. walk them through the algorithm and it was just easy and right. they were always impressed by it so it was like oh you're so smart I'm like yeah I'm smart enough to sit at a Starbucks and let's go to Braille's and get some rice yeah I'll show you I'll show but you but I remember smile. those little rice bowls and all the high school kids and so Braille's was always such a weird strange place and like I wish I knew more about how they came about it and like you said who Braille was well, yeah, Mr. Braille I don't know I don't know was it apostrophe S, like Braille owned yeah. it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was Braille's coffee shop. So there was a person named Braille at some point. Or it was, it was just blind people. It was like a I don't think so. coffee I think shop it was, for blind people. Braille's, I think it was come different. on in. It was spelled different. Well, why would they bother with the spelling? Exactly. Why would they even matter. put a sign up? You wouldn't. Just put it in little dots up there. Well, you can't touch the dots. Well, how do they even find the dots? I just don't understand. Every time I go in an elevator, I'm like, how are they? There's like emergency opening you know it says it in braille and you're like how is the blind person gonna know that that's up there they teach them to like like sure there's like a school like okay reach yeah. up okay if you're probably in an elevator reach up and to the right mm-hmm. is it always in the same place? i imagine if you're blind those things are important so that you yes you will find them and you will know like you, you will around for it you will. i know the star on the first floor on the buttons is that was like pre-braille thing hmm. there's always a star on floor one right is there or the mezzanine even if like if like on certain buildings if you get into the building and it's like this is the first floor this is the second floor the two wherever you get on the ground floor the ground floor is the star there's like a star on it i won't be getting any elevators until this COVID thing is settled i know buddy (laughs) you wouldn't even play catch with me when it first happened Mm -hmm. i wouldn't i I don't know why why do you want to keep abusing me because i was scared you You keep i'm not gonna feel guilty or bad I'm not trying to make you feel guilty or bad. I'm just trying to get you to understand. Like, just think about yeah, the whole I was terrified. I get it. But if you are out in the open, like, it doesn't matter. I know how that now. You, but I did not know. I'm not as bright as you, sir. I did not have a... That's not as, even about... Yeah, I'm not that bright either, buddy. It's just about if you're in a park, mm-hmm. 20, 30 feet apart... I didn't know it at that time. I didn't know it in March 2020. You were going running. You were still running around. I was around, terrified of that, yes. But you were running around. Yes. You're still running around, so you could be 30, and you're like, I, was avoiding I won't people. wear a mask when I'm running around. 
Why do you want to argue with me about not, this? You're just, still you're hurt because argue, I wouldn't. I'm not arguing with you, John. But I'm hurt. pointing out facts that were true. Yes. Mm-hmm. You were still jogging mm-hmm. and arguing with me about wearing it. And we had these arguments about, like, you're like, I don't want to wear the mask when I run. I'm like, okay, well, maybe you should. And we had this whole back and forth mm-hmm. about it. So you didn't want to wear the mask. But also, like, if we did wear masks and wash the ball and there's, there's wear a glove. Touching and, balls and gloves seemed, seemed but you dangerous everything. to me. It seemed dangerous to me at the time. I, I was, I was, I did not know. But I did not have information. with no mask on was not dangerous. I was not around people. And when I saw so people, I went to. Corner, yeah, I, mean, well, I don't know where these tall buildings are that you're coming around a corner. I was in a country neighborhoods. I drive around your neighborhood. There's corners, buddy. Yeah, and I'm very cognizant. I've been that way for a very long time out there because there's cars and death. But yes, At every turn. I was very. I'm not terrified. To I'm just break you over the coals. I'm just saying, like it was. Yeah, it hurt my feelings. It was like, dude, you're running around it, without a mask. You're talking about it, and you won't. Go to a park with me, like stand thirty feet away and throw a sanitized ball into a mitt with gloves. Well, it wasn't on. personal. It had nothing to do with you. It just didn't make any sense, buddy. Nothing did. It still doesn't. You're absolutely right. I agree Does with you. Does it still 100%. live for twelve hours on the stainless steel surfaces? Is that still a thing? <sighs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. I mean, people are getting sick in weird ways from different places. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I mean, it's probably not as bad. I noticed you haven't had any goldfish from this. Pool. I mean, it's fine. <laughs> I, I am I am far more confident now than I ever was in March, April, May, and then I had scary, to go to buddy. and then I had scary. to go to fucking work and be in front of people all the time, mm-hmm. masks and gloves, and then I was wearing double masks, and I was like, should I just have double gloves? Like, I was. I had seven sets of gloves on at one point. I just didn't want because to. I I just, just, instead of like washing them or whatever, I just peel them off. Mm-hmm. So but I was I'd, terrified at the restaurant. I'd help somebody, and then I'd just peel off a layer of glove and go help the next person. Standing inside while they're cooking food, and it's mm-hmm. hot, and people are breathing, and like And they're like, oh, shit. we had to send this cook home with COVID. And like, cool. I Which mean, cook? Well, we can't talk about it. It's like, well, who's here? Not here now. We know who it was. Right. That's cool. Great. And that, you know, thankfully, everyone's been healthy, as far as we know, yeah. right? But we don't know. Yeah. But yeah, it was fucking awful. That whole summer was, was like that. It was, and then, and then the election, and then the insurrection, mm. and so on and so on and so forth. And tomorrow is the recall you want election. Any zingers? No, I will probably have that cookie, but I don't. You want can the have zinger. the cookie. So, can we talk about hostess for just a second? Yeah, I know you have to go soon, but let's. Do. What, what do you what do you say? What do you say about hostess? Well, I was just curious. Do you have a Nabisco? favorite or a least favorite hostess product? Zingers are probably one of my favorites. So I used to know a guy in Vegas, and I don't remember his name, but he was a skinny dude, and they had to like remove his heart as a kid or some shit. So he had this dent, or there was something Batman about heart. his like chest. Like I think his heart was on the outside of his body, kind of thing, and they had to put it back in. So he had a dent in his chest. But he also had these, like, his tongue had, um, like, these thick, like, deep crevices. And I only know this because he would tell me things like, I can't eat zingers because they have coconut. And the coconut gets into my the crevices of my tongue. They and they really, it out. And they scrape and they itch. <laughs> so that's what, what that fuck, just brought man. <laughs> what the fucking, where the fuck, did you, what planet did you go to high school on? Las Vegas. Uh, no, this was, was before high Jupiter school. Or? This is This is, like, grade school. Yeah, That's some weird shit. It was. Guy. It was some weird that shit. Some, so, anyway, zingers. I like zingers. Yeah. So it's a it's a Twinkie, mm-hmm. but then it's wrapped. It's like soaked raspberry, maybe. raspberry, you know, business and the coconut. Sure. 
But I don't know, Twinkies are fucking great. But these are like a step up from a Twinkie. And have you ever had them frozen? Is that the way? I'm sure I've had them at your house frozen. Well, because the, fro- the, the, the sponge cake won't freeze. And the, the frosting in the side doesn't really freeze either. It just kind of turns to like ice cream almost. Mm-hmm. So they're really delightful when you freeze them. So freeze a zinger. Freeze a zinger, freeze a, twi- freeze a Twinkie. <laughs> Ho-hos. Anything cream-filled like that? Ding-dongs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that spongy cake won't freeze solid. And you can always... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty great. Yeah, read the back. I don't want you to. want to get scared. You think COVID's scary. <laughs> read that fucking ingredient list. I mean, that's not... I mean, it's yeah, it's just all it's all sugar and whatever, but... Yeah. I mean, that's only 400 sugar, calories for sugar, those three. Reformed sugar. Right. Natural flavorings, artificial flavorings. Sugar painted on rocks. I would probably... You know what I do like? I like the Twinkies that had the yellow on top. Mm-hmm. They had like the little the little layer. The blondies, yeah. It was that what they were called? Because I, it was like so. frosting, but it was hard, so you could peel it off and mm-hmm. eat it. And yeah, I like the chocolate ones, and they had the, the, the blonde ones mm-hmm. too. I like yeah. the blonde ones. Those, that was my that was my favorite. Were they lemon? Were they? I think of... they were banana. Oh, they were ooh, weird. I know. Well, did I think... you eat the frosting that was on top, or did you peel it off and throw it away? I would eat it. Yeah, you like but I like to do frosting. it separately. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hear you. I think I would save it. Like, I would have some, and then I would eat the cake, and then I would finish the frosting. And there's a banana frosting. I think so. That's weird. I don't think I ever ate one of those. They're not mm. Ho-Hos. Cute Susie Q's? No, Susie Q's are curled up. And I want to talk about this next week, but, um, well, your birthday's coming up. Is it? Isn't it October 5th? She just, well, just announced, it to, yeah, my mother's maiden name is, tune in next week. Are you going to be 50 this year? How old are you going to be? 47. <laughs> You're going to be what, 42? 40, um, 43. 43? I'm 42 now. All right, 43, I, is that a prime number? Yes. It's going to be a good year. Oh. No, it's not? I don't know, man. I'm this old. could be the year. Is this the year? I think so. I'm really fucking is hoping so. the year that you moved to Cancun? Possibly. Or... Hawaii. Hmm. Go moving with your buddies. John. 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 Well, John. At it again. I mean, he he offered me a place to stay. So this is this is like half the paddle. Half the paddle. Half the battle. What's the other half of the paddle? <laughs> you don't want the other half of the paddle. <laughs> Up the creek without the paddle. <clears throat> but I don't know. There's also there's no there's no job at this point. But yeah. if there's a job and a place to stay, anything is possible. Yeah. But. Yeah, get a haircut, move to Cancun, get a lady. I Gotta know. work it in every episode. Work it in. Work it in. <laughs> Working it in. I will let you know when Cancun becomes a reality. Cut that fucking ponytail off your head. I will not. You're gonna, you're gonna be so mad. No, I'm gonna do it. I'm just gonna come up and be like, shnink. You're gonna Why would really? you want to make me angry? Mm. Why can't you just let it be? Uh, I told you what it would take. Because it would be funny. I would disown you. <laughs> would you? If you cut my hair while I... Was just standing there? Yes. <laughs> I would stab you in your remaining kidney. Oh, I'm not kidding. that one. No, the old one. Stab me in the old kidney. I'll meet you at the old kidney. Um. All right. Well, thank you for your sharing your Braille's memories, and we'll do this again soon. Yeah, Possibly it'll be. it'll be it'll be your birthday the next time we talk. It might be if I have one. You, you will have one. You you don't think you'll make it? I don't know. Or you, you're just not going to have a party. There's no party? I don't know. All right. I don't know. Well, tune in next John. week to find out if about Walter the party. Makes it. Yes. <laughs> it's John. Thank you for listening to Gluten Is Not Your Problem. Send your ideas, comments, and questions 
to glutenisnotyourproblem at gmail.com. We'll see you next time. Oh,